Alexis have a dog in those reactive in random situations in random places at random times. Well, you're going to have to, <laughs> it, it looks like you're going to have to randomly correct it. <laughs> right? I think you're getting slapped at me. So you have to randomly correct the dog. So what do you do? Number one, start teaching that dog a good foundation of obedience. Okay. Start setting that dog up, figure out what its triggers are, set it up to fail and then apply a punisher as soon as that dog loads and starts getting aroused. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. What would Jeff do show? It's a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This might be the longest stretch we've ever done, like a continuous show without missing a beat because we've been in town. Mm. We've never been in town for this long before. No. No, it's been it's pretty weird. incredible. Mm. Yeah, because when we're on the road, sometimes it's like Wi-Fi signal, lighting, electricity, like you never know. A lot of different time zone stuff. Right. You never, never know. So this is a Q&A show. You ask your dog training question. You do it on your post of comments. And then um, what you'll also do is um, you'll notice if you're brand new to the show, you'll notice that a lot of the a lot of the show, um, people want us to help them with their bad behaviors, unwanted behaviors. Like, how do I stop this? How do I stop this? How do I stop this? Unfortunately, we're going to give you a quick little tidbit, but you really need like a boarding train. You need extensive training. You need to do a one-on-one, -on -one, which we have options for all of those. But, you know, three days a week, giving our free advice. Plus, we've got the component of the 5,000 videos and 40,000 posts and 10,000 hours of stuff. It's sort of like we sort of know what we're talking about here. Um, um, we supplement it with that. And then we have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Guys, go to Jeff Gelman Seminars. We will change your world literally um let's find some old clips of like you know some testimonials up there that mm. like are just like from people that live people actual people that went to the seminars whose lives was, whose lives was changed this is a um, nice pen I know, where'd you get it's, this it's the, it's the clicking noise that bothers me where did this come from I, can i read it and i'll tell you it says sally canine training which means this was from a company that manufactures pens and they sent you a sample they sent me one sample it's a right. nice pen. Thank you. I'm gonna keep it over in my little pen holder. Oh. All right, and um, and that also is a problem solving seminar. So again, listen to the listen to the title. It's a problem solving seminar. So people bring their dogs there that are that are really badly behaved, and we help them. So the magic to all of this is learning how to apply a proper punisher, like teaching obedience. It's all reward based. Everybody talks about that. Everybody has videos on that. We have videos on that. We reward-based dogs too. We use clickers and food. It, you know, we take our time. But stopping and unwanted behavior, some behaviors you need to stop like right now, immediately. And then we have something called uh, the training center, which is what we're at now. And we do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We deal with um, where we specialize in really, really challenging dogs. So sure we've got a do. lot of aggression, a lot of leash reactivity, human aggression, dog aggression, leash reactivity. Right now we have anxiety. a 200 pound dog that doesn't want to move. 200 pound dog likes to put the brakes on. So it's anyway, fun. let's jump right into the questions and let's go. Kathleen, the first one. Wow, hey, Kathleen, hey. man. Hey, She's Kathleen. in the queue. Hey, She's a hype you? woman. I know. Love you, Kathleen. Melissa said good evening all. Hey, Melissa. Thanks for being here. Juanita, hello again. Hey, Juanita. Glad to have you here. 
Ashley, thanks for the push last podcast. I put two more days on her, and day four was winner, winner, chicken dinner. Nice. Advice like this is why I keep coming back. Seriously, I continue to learn, and Good. I thank you. Good, yeah. Holding on dog training, you know, Ashley, we can't wait to see you in February. By the way, we're doing a wonderful seminars at, seminar, seminar at Ashley's place down in Florida coming up in February. It's, it's the weekend of like the 13th or 14th or 14th and 15th. I forgot what it was. Um, looking forward to that. That should be a really great time. It's the first one actually of, no, no, no. We're doing one in Providence the weekend before that. Yeah. Correct. Two, week, two, two weeks before that. Yeah. Um, that's the one that we had to cancel because of um, postpone, I should say, at the end of the year, the Christmas, the Christmas one. So next. Monica. Hello, guys. Happy New Year. Hey, Monica. How are you? Emma. Puppy barks at everything, even things that don't exist. Leash pops don't work. Well, Emma, I mean, it's got to exist, at least in the puppy's mind. Ghosts. It's sort of like imagined harm. It does supposedly exist, even though it doesn't really exist. It's called imagined harm. Semantic. Um, so um, just try a bonker. Also, are, are your leash pops, your leash pops might not be effective. So, for instance, we had a puppy in. Actually, the puppy, we had a little bit of, we've got a bit a busy week. We've got yeah. in, we've got an, an intern, a brand new intern from Japan who's here for three months. We have two shadow students here um, for a week, and um, we've got uh, a full house of dogs, and we're really really busy. That's why I can't keep my eyes open. But the other day, though, what was it? Two days ago, I put up a post. I had a one on one client. I'm doing more one on ones than ever before. Mm. Like so, I had a one on one client, five and a half month old dog. The dog bites her. No obedience or doesn't listen to any obedience. It barks at everything. That's what spurred that memory right there, the barking at everything. It barks at all dogs, all people, and it counter surfs and steals stuff. So the first thing I did, we sit down, we chit-chat for a little bit. The dog was barking at like every dog in the in the building. And the build, dog, dogs were just minding their own business. They were lying down over in board, the boarding area. I said, give me the leash. The dog barked. No leash, leash pop. Guess what the dog did? Lay down, call me at my feet. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, let's work on place because I gave her homework. The dog knows a two-minute place. I said your homework for the next week is your dog. I want your dog to do a one-hour place. And I put up a, a photo of it. Like we document everything we do. But then I put up a photo. Yeah, you brought a lot of traction to our page. I put up a photo of me, how I stop a dog from counter surfing. I've got a couple of different ways. Remote cower, I prefer, but what do you do is I show it step by step at my at my seminars. I've got videos on it. I will explain to you step by step how to stop counter surfing. Counter surfing is a death sentence for people. Like if you go back two days and you and you see that it's a by the way it is a photo. It's not even a video. It's a photo. The ear and ear is flopping out of the way. The dog's head is a little bit crooked, and I'm explaining in detail the narrative. What I do, you set the dog up to fail. Every expert in the world comes out. People I've never even seen on my page before and probably never will. Everybody comes out and says how wrong it is. Oh my God, you're going to hurt the dog's neck, a leash pop. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> a Herm Springer collar, which is a prong collar, a quick half second leash pop. Oh, that was too firm. I'm like, were you there? Did you see the video? Do you have eyes into our building? How do you know it was too firm? Oh, because the dog's paws were off the, the, um, the counter. Well, did you ever think, if you actually knew how to fix counter surfing, as the dog goes up to steal the item, you actually pop 
the leash. Therefore, it's pause did you air. ever think the paws actually are in the air? Then you get people that are like, I've got 18 years of experience and I'm, you know, a degree in this and this and this. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Okay. Ted Kaczynski is the Unabomber. He had a he had a degree from Harvard. So there goes that fucking learning theory concept. But it's like, that's fine. You've been dog training for all this time. Wonderful. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Can you please explain to me step by step how you fix counter surfing? Literally, this woman must have put 50 comments on the thing. Easily. But not once did she even explain her methodology. And I went to all these people's bios. None of them have videos up. Nobody. All these people out there that's saying how I'm doing it wrong don't have any video documentation on their Facebook page. A lot of them are not even dog trainers. So if, you, if, if you've been doing this for 17 years, you should have hundreds of videos, thousands of videos. Like nobody, one guy explained his methods. And I'm like, that's way too complicated. Way too complicated. Like get a remote collar, correct the dog. So it went on and on and on. People were freaking arguing with each other. I literally stayed out of it. I literally stay out of it. I would, I would like yeah, put it in a, out of control. Every once in a while, I would throw in just literally a cut and paste response saying, "That's great." Explain yeah. to me step by step. Oh, literally, explain to me step by step how to do it, guys. Check out the post; it's so fucking funny. It's um, explain to me step by step how to do it, and do you have video documentation? If you've been doing it for years, you should have a, at least a dozen videos showing it. Mm. Everybody loves to say how what we're doing is wrong. Everybody, everybody likes to say how mean it is. And meanwhile, I get a fucking post today on the photo from the owner of the dog, the owner, which is the only person I have an obligation to, by the way, not other trainers, technically not my fans, even though I do put information up there for my fans to learn. I do care about my fans, but all these trainers, their egos love to get in the way of, and they should just shut their mouths and stay off my page or put stuff up on their page. The owner of the actual dog, you ready? Of the protocol that I did wrong, that was a picture and nobody actually saw, but myself and the owner in the room who's standing actually in the photo. It was such a success. He hasn't even thought about trying to steal food off the counter since training. Jeff is incredible. Hmm. Does that have any value? Does me being successful over 1,000 times, probably even more than 1,000 times on counter surfing, does that have any value? <laughs> me working with 10,000 dogs, does that have any value? No. Me showing you. all my work, does that have any value? I'm not being defensive here. I'm just showing it's like all you people out there who like to spout out information but don't have documentation, shut the fuck up. You're adding nothing to the conversation. Stay off my page. I would never be so rude to go on your page. Ever. And also, you're wrong. Next. Natalie, hi from Nashville. Well, Nashville will be in Nashville. Michelle P., yeah, let's talk about dogs, all the stuff going on in Washington. Um, Rolling her eyes. I don't know what's going on in Washington, nor do I give a shit. Next. 
Melissa posted the link. I just want to know if um, Jeff Gelman seminar. If uh, who who posted the cookies on your on your little? Oh my God, Katie. Katie, all I want to know is if Katie got her address. That's all I care about. Yes, she knows our address. Okay. So by the way, Joelle did a Q and A live right before this for her Facebook page, which is connected to her Patreon channel, which is her workout and macro meal planning stuff. She's killing it. Join her Patreon page. She's killing it. Courageous people on that page. Damn right. Courageous. Mostly female. Strong ass. Couple group. of dudes. Thank you so much. But I will say, ladies, if you're on this show and you're part of her family, you are courageous. And I commend you. Next. King Midas. I had a client tell me vibrate is better because it's mechanical and shock is bad because it's electrical. Okay. So King Midas, the cool <laughs> thing is this. What you can do is you can say, then you don't need to hire me and um, I'll go on my way because it seems like you have it under control. Next. Lloyd, how much higher should the boost be on a mini educator compared to the regular stim button? So Lloyd, I actually, I know in my old, old videos, I show how to set it up on boost. I don't use boost. I don't use boost. I would rather manually adjust the intensity by reading the dog. So I personally don't use boost. Next. Mm -hmm. Um, Jadrian, my GSD wines in the car help. So number one, get your dog to be in a downstay in the car. Number one. But even if you don't want to do a downstay in the car, the remote collar is going to be your tool of choice. Cause you can't turn around. You can't bonk. You can't leash pop. And I would suggest having somebody else run the remote or you run the remote, have somebody else drive because it might take some time to figure out the whole don't wine recipe. Next. Anika, love your beanie. Anika has got, um, um, Anika's got great taste, obviously. And Joelle has got some of the best beanies. Did my beanie come in? Is that it? Mm -hmm. That's the one I got you. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Thanks. When did they come in? Yesterday. I don't remember putting anything on your because I took it right off the counter. He oh, you got it to it before I did. Yeah. Okay. Next. Did you see? Did you see the postcard I have about so Wes? Many of these. Did you see the postcard about Wes? No, I didn't. Okay, oh, so in the back. Yeah. Um, Jadrian, also hi, long time no see. Hey, Jadrian, how are you? Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. Nicole, hi. I posted a long question on the live chat this morning. It looks like it's gone now. If it was this morning, it wouldn't be here right now. The live chat this morning. There was no live, there was no live, live chat. chat. There was no morning. live chat this morning. That was probably was a replay. That, that, that was probably a replay. It was probably a replay. Yeah. And long questions don't get answered. They get they get they disappear. So I think they automatically disappear. They get taken off of it if it's an actual live. So you're live now. But you have to ask a short question. The show is for short questions. If you have a long question or a four-part question, do a one-on-one -on -one consult with me. Next. Kathy B, Patreon was fun as always. Good to see new faces. Always learn something. Yep, Love it. We, do, we do a Patreon. We do a Zoom every Tuesday, which is face-to-face. -face. A lot of new faces. Love my Patreon family. Christina, hi. Happy New Year. Love you guys. Doberman Pup just started counter surfing and becoming aggressive. Mm. He's nine months old. We've been using a mini boss educator on 100, but it doesn't phase him. He's possessive of his toys and inhales his food. Okay, oh. so a number a minute. What's a see? mini boss? So mini boss, it's not a mini boss. It's, so it's the boss. Okay, the boss is a powerful collar. Fit. Fit. I would check fit. It's probably too loose. 100 on a boss is very powerful. Sure is. And if that doesn't work, you have to get a double collar. If that doesn't, what I would do this, I would do the boss bonker 
combo. Literally. Bam, 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 bam. Got it? Next. Also, how long are you holding the button down for? Make sure you got proper fit. I, it sounds like it's a fit issue. Next. Mike B, Kathy B's husband here again. I completely understand that repetition is part of dog training, but this repetitive action of co commandeering the TV while having you on the PC, is this necessary for training purposes? So I think Mike B, I think it's necessary for a happy marriage. That's And true. it's also necessary because Kathy B gets what she wants. Also true. So that's just called reality. Next Terry, my one and a half year old GSD jumps on every car to pull in my drive. How do I stop this behavior? I'm not outside when it happens. If I'm outside, I can put them in a sit stay by me. No, no, no. You have to make the act of jumping on cars suck. First of all, if your dog jumped on my brand new vehicle, you'd be getting a very large bill. Mm -hmm. And I imagine other people should be starting to send you a bill because why? That's called a punisher. You would change your behavior as well. So the incentive would be is I got to get this dog to change its behavior. So how do you do that? Remote collar. Put it on properly. Have it on the highest level. Let the dog run to the car. First of all, your dog should not have access to cars in your driveway. It could get hit by a car. Mm -hmm. It could die. So you're leaving your dog unattended outside with access to a driveway where it could get hit by a car. Just think about this. I'm not calling on your shit, but I'm sort of calling on your shit. This does not make you a bad dog owner. It just means like, let's also be a realist. So you can make the driveway hot if you want to. You can make, you can do barrier training if you want to. The dog cannot go on the driveway. It's sort of the same concept as underground fence. All right. Get everybody, get a remote collar. Let the dog go towards the car. Say no. Boom. High correction. Oh my God. My dog's going to be afraid of cars. Well, I don't know about being afraid of cars, but it's going to be afraid of rushing towards a car pulling in your driveway. Is that the worst thing? That's the thing about using fear. Mm. Don't use fear to train. I'm like, why not? Right. Why, why can't you use fear to oh, train? Oh, make the dog love cars instead. So it's like, run or no, no, street. not only that. Make the dog love staying away from cars. Yeah. Make the dog love not counter surfing. Mm -hmm. No. Make it really suck to counter surf. Yeah, you should be afraid to jump on the counter. You should be afraid to get into the trash can. Mm -hmm. You should be afraid to jump on grandma. Now, you should love sitting in front of grandma, agreed 100%, but you should also be afraid of jumping on grandma because you can teach sit in front of grandma like a rock star, but that's got nothing to do with jumping. So all these folks that are out there teaching alternative behaviors instead of addressing the core issue, no. No. I mean, yeah, teach your dog behaviors, but you still you 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 kind of still address the fucking elephant in the room, which is the bad behavior. Next. I always wonder how they how they get the elephant in the room. I don't know. Did they build a did they build a room around the elephant? It just crashed through the wall. And you gotta address it. Right? Terry. I don't know if there's a big hole in the wall. My one and a half year old GSD jumps on every car. Oops, I already read yep. that. Abandoned entity. I wanted to thank you again for some wise words you have 
a while ago. I've been working with my dog several more times in the store, and while it isn't perfect, he's healing much closer and ignoring stimuli. Awesome, good. So this whole thing, wait, this whole thing about Katie, is it Katie? No, sorry. Abandoned know. entity. Abandoned entity. I want to go down the whole list of fucking people to ask her <laughs> questions. Is it Ralph? <laughs> um, this is the this is the thing. Watch out for that perfection thing, my type A personality fan. Watch out for that. Okay? Next. I'm like yawning every other question. You really are. I'm like beyond. It's like the first time I've sat down, you know, it hits you. I know. You're exhausted. Emma. You can use some of those cookies too. Uh, what do I need cookies for? Because they have a little bit of sugar in them. Mm. Emma, well, how to correct puppy barking when they are on a leash, for instance, in a car? He's otherwise calm in the car, lays down and sleeps. So, Emma, are you ready for this? I got a little trick. I usually charge $500 for this. Get a leash, connect it to the fucking dog in the car. In the car. Got it? I'll comp you $499.99. You owe me a penny. Next. Katie, my GST has great enthusiasm doing his obedience inside and on our land, but not as much in public. Right. Does it just become better with practice? Thanks. So your dog has bad public access. So what you need to do is make your dog great in open spaces, great in um, uh, in your house. But in your house, start doing more environmental distractions. For instance, here's a good example. Your dog's in a down. Can you kneel down in front of your dog a meter away and make kissing noises. Does your dog break? Does your dog not break? If your dog breaks, your dog does not know a good downstay. So now it's not as good. Can your dog do a downstay with a bouncing ball, a skateboard, a rollerblade, a kid running by? Can your dog, so what I then start working in public areas with low environmentals and build yourself next abandoned entity we actually started doing double downs and high distraction areas wow. to get him used to all the commotion without feeling a need to react or get excitable good for you and then going back to emma's who still owes me a penny by the way um whenever a dog is not under voice control i like to have leashes on them but also a remote collar though is going to dramatically help the whining next Ooh, nicole i asked you last week for advice on my dog barking at my husband you said to correct it, but I'm not sure the best way to correct him. We tried a dog to bark collar at low levels and he screamed. Okay. What low levels or the lowest level? Low levels or the lowest level. And hopefully you didn't have it on vibrate or on a, he had a number one. And if number one is too hot, that may not be the, the collar for you. What I would do is I would switch to a remote collar, but also a good old-fashioned leash pop is going to stop barking. Next. Dar, perfect photo of counter-surfing things. Dar, you are welcome. And that's what, see, this is the thing. Everybody was like, you shouldn't have put that picture up there. And I'm like, yes, I should. Why? It's called a reality. Like, if you filter out all the ego comments, if I deleted all the ego comments out of there and all the armchair quarterback dog trainers out of there, you know what would be left? What would be left is story after story after story after story of actual people 
who will tell you how bad countersurfing is. But for some fucking reason, nobody ever gives a shit about the fucking facts. They only care about their own ego stuff. Well, geez, Jeff, all you do is spout stuff. Yeah, it's my show. But I don't go on other people's pages and spout my advice. I don't spout my advice in public. I don't grab people off the street and spout my advice. I don't try to use my education or lack of education, actually, as expert opinion. My body of work stands for itself. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to, or the number to your text community. Yeah. 401-341-1903. So, so what you guys can do right now is jump on your phone, send me a text, 401-341-1903. Send me a text. You'll get one automated text. And then everything else is organic through me. Next. Nicole. Oh, this is more. To the, the dog. The, the dog the that got yeah. barked. Yeah. Ran away, expressed his anal glands. Our trainers want us to try ignoring it for now because we've only had him two months. And he is afraid of my husband. But the behavior isn't getting okay. better. So, Nicole, get, I don't want to know who the trainers are. Get rid of those trainers. Get rid of them. Yeah. Ignore barking. Ignore barking. Are you that the advice you got from a trainer? Ignore barking, ignore biting, ignore jumping, ignore counter surfing, ignore digging in your rose garden, ignore stealing the baby's toys, ignore chewing shoes, ignore, ignore chewing jackets, ignore jumping up on grandma. What else do we fucking ignore? I'm sorry, it's unethical advice. Jeez, Jeff, you'd have to freaking scream. Yes, I do, because dogs are dying every day because people don't know how to apply a proper punisher slash consequence slash correction slash intolerable consequence. Call it what you freaking want to, but it's the opposite of a re re reward. And I told you from the beginning of this show that we talk about this stuff, the whole show. Why? Because nobody else is. Well, the reason why nobody else is is because you don't have to do it. Really? How do you stop barking? Tell the dog to sit. I'm like, huh? So I've got to give an obedience command to my dog to stop barking? What happened to the word shut up? Hmm. So I've got seven kids. Anybody want to humanize this? Stand in line. I'll go toe to toe with you. Any day of the week. So your kid is yelling in the back seat. What do you do? Um, why don't you um, lie down and take a nap? No. Shut up, kid. Next. Um, Sarah, hello. Use spatial pressure on a walk today. Help big time. Stop dog from loading along with prong collar. Best walk ever. Awesome. Thanks. Congratulations, Sarah. Also start layering that when you walk back into your dog, if you have a remote collar, start layering low level uh, pressure. What's a low level outside? It's higher than inside. So pressure on pressure off. The dog will learn. It's like when the pressure is on, it starts backing up. The pressure is off. It comes back to a proper heel. Good job. Proud of you. 
Nicole, he'll refrain from barking if I tell him not to before it happens, but I can't always catch him beforehand since it's not always predictable. And my husband thinks doing that is going to make the dog dependent on my guidance. No, I no. want him to not do it to begin with, but right. we don't want to ruin the amount of trust they've already built. Okay. We don't know what to do. Okay. So this that's another thing that so that's another thing that people commented trust. on the counter surfing thing. That will destroy trust. Really? Correcting a dog for counter surfing, correcting a dog for barking destroys trust? Mm. Give me a fucking break. Are you serious? So a husband and wife are having mar mar marital difficulties and they argue with each other. They go to a marriage counselor. The marriage counselor coaches them on how to do a couple of things, how to disagree properly. If anybody wants any free advice, it's never have a winner. You come to an agreement. That's a freebie for all the people out there that have been marriage problems. Number two, you learn how to communicate properly. Oh, so we don't have to yell at each other anymore? Oh, well, that's going to fuck up our marriage. No. Stopping a dog from an unwanted behavior does not destroy trust. It builds a better bond 100% of the time. It's true. After 10,000 dogs, that's all I've ever seen. That's all I've ever seen. Well, such and such study... What's such and such study? Who is it an actual study? Who are these dogs? Who are these people that did it? What were the conditions? How many dogs did they use? How long how long have they tested it for? I, no. Next. Um, Monica, I've been fretting about how difficult my dog is, scared of everything, runs away, yep. jumps at the slightest sound. Then I realized I haven't even tried to train her. Well, there I'm you an go. ass. Last night we did place. I had to drag her on for the first three reps. By rep 20, she was hopping on with no leash pressure. Cheese is magic, and so are your videos. Thank you. So, Monica, you're not an ass. You had an epiphany. Yeah. And think about it. You finally gave your dog guidance. Guys, for all the folks out there that think that these dogs, that's like expecting a baby to wipe its own ass and change its own diaper. It doesn't work that way. You got to wipe its ass. You got to change its diaper. Same with a dog. You don't got to wipe its ass. You don't got to oh, change its oh, diaper. Okay? It was that much like only a kid. <laughs> okay. But what I'm saying is you got to give this dog leadership, boundaries, training. Next. Sometimes you do have to pull poop strings out of their butts, though. Every once in a while. It's the worst. Every once in a while. What's, you know what's worse than that is dogs that don't, that have got really furry back leg areas where the poop actually cakes on and you got to like brush it out. That's worse than pulling out the poop string, I think. Because the poop string pulling out, how long does that last? Depends. Seconds. Yeah. Seconds. So. And you can usually do it with a leaf. Usually. But even if you had to use your fingers, no, it's still different. I've yet to stoop to that level. I have. You just make me do it to your dog. So you can use a poop bag. But but getting poop out of fucking fur, that's a whole different story. Have you ever had to match your dogs? I had to do it once for Wes. To what to my dogs? I couldn't poop, so I had to match him. 
I've never had to do that, but that's common. It works. I know it does. I've been giving that advice forever. People laugh at me. I'm like, no. You know why it works? Because it makes the sphincter expel it. It makes the sphincter contract. Yeah. Yeah. Hallie, hey guys, my four-year-old lab and seven-year-old Jack both growl at my baby as she crawls at them. She's been crawling for three months and not getting any better. I only let the baby interact when I'm there and do not let baby get rough, nor will she ever be allowed anything but gentle petting. Nope, 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 nope. Cold turkey, cut it off. Teach these dogs place, teach these dogs a good downstay, teach the baby to not approach the dogs, but exist around the dogs. All right? You can do it. The dogs are freaked out by this little critter crawling. Everything was great during tummy time, right? Mm -hmm. Tummy time was fun. Oh, my God. The dogs are so good. They're so patient. And the dogs are like, yeah, man, look at this little tummy time thing. Look at that. You got the little mobile there. You got the little blanket. And then one day, holy shit, it moves. Yep. (laughs) And then your dogs are like, it's coming towards us. We don't like it. Let's growl because that's what we so do. So loud, like piercing my ears. The baby? You. Oh, that's what we do. So what I would say right now for now, advocate for your dogs. Have the kid exist, exist around the dogs. Obviously, you work with your dogs, but teach the child existence. Next. James said counter surfing. Yeah, counter surfing is a dog jumps up on a counter, steals things. Many die. Many get four to $8,000 surgeries. Talk to any vet. Next. Nicole, I already read that. Jose, well said, period. End of story, mic drop. Hashtag truth. James, why the fuck is this even an issue? (laughs) Probably the whole counter surfing drama. Oh, oh, oh. Why is it even an issue? Well, it's an issue. I'm not sure why is the issue of how I fixed it or just counter surfing at all. Probably why is it an issue about like all these people like going down the thing? I'm no, I sure. think he's just saying like, why are people in uproar? He's like, simple thing. Let it be none. This kind of behavior is unacceptable. Yeah, James. So, okay. This is the problem, James. You have, you have a, you have a, a well-known problem. It's called logic. Okay. So yeah. James, because you're logical, you're logical. That's why you actually have proper thought process working for you. Other people are like, they come up with every imaginable scenario. It's like, um, do you know how much it costs to have surgery on a dog that has swallowed something that they weren't supposed to, that does that gets into the small intestine? Now you're really fucked. And if people don't think this is real, talk to any vet, any ER vet. It's true. It's like, read the comments of the people that have experienced this and the thousands of dollars they've spent. And the dog doesn't learn a thing. Meanwhile, a less than one second correction stops it. What logical person wouldn't want to do that? Does it hurt the dog? Yeah. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. Like hurt psychologically, no. Hurt mentally, no. Is it uncomfortable? Yeah, that's the whole idea. Next, Star. I don't video much, but my video of stopping counter surfing 
it would look just like yours. The method works yeah, great. Yeah, of course it works. I demonstrate that everywhere. Everywhere I demonstrate it. Well, I mean in my seminars. I can't, I cannot, I probably demonstrate it three times per seminar. 170 seminars. I do it at the training center all the time. Every single dog. I've proofed every dog. Like, what's the big deal? I mean, give me a fucking break. It's like people are such snowflakes, which is not a political term. Okay, next. Nicole also won't correcting him every time he does the barking and growling, make him associate the punishment with my husband. Well, first of all, the dog's going to stop doing it. Okay, you're, you're reading too many. You're reading too many books, blog posts, and websites. Mm -hmm. If you the dog growls or barks and you say no and you apply a punisher, it will make sense to your dog. Okay? It'll make sense to your dog. That is the sequence we do, and we do not see what you are saying. If a dog growls at me, and I say no, and I bonk the dog, if you know what a bonker is, look up bonker underneath my name. You'll see all these dog abuse videos, okay? No bonker. I've never seen it destroy a relationship. And I have bonked other than Gary Wilkes, who showed me how to bonk, probably more dogs than anybody. Not an ego statement, just fact. It's like, all we ever do is see bad behaviors go away. Mm -hmm. The proper application of a punisher. The only thing that happens is the bad behavior goes away. When bad behaviors go away, better bonds are built with you and the dog. Fact. I mean, it sort of makes sense, too. Next. Angela, hi from Florida. Hey, Florida. Oregon Rain. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. I send all my clients your link. Thanks, Oregon Rain. Just remember, you might want to make your own because... A lot of people don't like me. Next. Nicole, what is a good dog food for a 60-pound pit with allergies and sensitive skin? Wrong guy to ask. What I would do is this. I feed raw. I recommend raw. There's a great raw feeding book on my website. Yep, I'm selling you something right now. Me and my fucking marketing here. If you go to solidk9training.com, go to shop. One of the first things that pops up is a, is a book from for 19.99. It's an ebook. You have can have a diet for every issue you're having with your dog. Next, um, Medusa the Cana Corso. When my dogs play together and I feel it's getting too rough, I break it up. But one dog, ten months, circles back to continue. Annoying. So what you need to do is teach your dog the O U T command, and that will send the dog away from the other dog. There's training involved, but I've got videos on it. It's it's out away from people, but you can use it for anything. Next. Laura, hey guys. Yeah, my family gave me shit when my son was still in diapers, and my GSD would always go after those shit diapers. Yeah. I had to put the e-collar on instead of trap yep. for my dog with a shit diaper yep. and correct him when he would go for them. Yep. They were mad saying it was cruel that I was setting my dog up for failure. Well, I'll tell you what. 
After a couple of corrections, he stopped going after those diapers and giving him corrections has not negatively affected our relationship right. at so, all. Right. So, Laura, you literally summed up. You literally summed up the concept of a proper punisher. Yep. How to do it. You set the dog up to fail. Like, they're already doing it. They're already doing it. Like, they're already fact. Your dog eats shit diapers. So gross. Fact. <laughs> that needs to stop. Okay. Well, what do I do? I get myself a remote collar. Mm -hmm. I turn it up to a higher level. Okay, what level? High enough for a dog to go eating shit diapers? <laughs> sort of sucks. And you think it would sort of suck anyway, but for the dog, it don't. Okay? Put the diapers right on the ground. Put the diapers on a low counter. Put the diapers on a high counter. Let the dog go for it. Hold that button down to that dog. Yep, it makes an audible noise. Why? It's not exactly a pleasurable feeling. The dog runs away. It looks like Laura had to do it two or three times. Oh well, she gets to sit, she Laura could sit in her lazy boy watching her shows, rocking her baby, rocking her baby, and pushing a button. And guess what? That and dog's not going after shit educating diapers. the dog at the same time. What do you know? The way she worded it, those shit diapers. <laughs> I mean, guys, this is what we. This is that. That's real dog training. Yeah. That's real. That's, that's called, how you live with a dog. That's called reality right there. Laura nailed it on the head. Next. Or she, <laughs> I get to see it. No, Laura, actually put a brick, a concrete bundle. What are those things called? Those huge concrete things? Like the bricks of concrete? They're called bricks of concrete. No, it has like a name. Put one of those on your diaper you genie. You a cinder block? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Put a cinder block on your diaper genie right. so the dog won't go into it anymore. That's what people say. How do I stop my dog from getting in the trash can? Get a cinder block <laughs> and put it on top of the trash can. Honey, like, can you go throw this away? I'm like, how the fuck? Makes you put your lifting straps on them. It's like, It's like, damn, honey, your right arm is so much bigger than your left arm. I'm like, that's because that's, that's, I throw the trash out every night. A fucking I cinder keep, block. I keep the trash in my left hand. I lift the cinder block up with my right hand. So I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing fucking, I'm doing arm curls. And then I still got to push down on the fucking foot press. That's, that's what the, the dog trainers suggest that. Uh, dog trainers suggest well, that. <laughs> Laura, you better potty train your kids sooner. Get yeah, out of those diapers. Yeah. Oh, it's your fault. They'll the blame it on the owner. God forbid the dog does anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Let's see. It's the owner's fault that the dog got into the trash. Uh-huh. Yep. It sure is. It sure is. Next. Medusa the Conor Corso. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Alexis, have a dog in those reactive in random situations in random places at random times. Well, you're going to have to <laughs> it, it looks like you're going to have to randomly correct it. <laughs> Right? I think I'm getting slapped at me. So you have to randomly correct the dog. So what do you do? Number one, start teaching that dog a good foundation of obedience. Okay? Start setting that dog up. Figure out what its triggers are. Set it up to fail. And then apply a punisher as soon as that dog loads and starts getting aroused. Next. Stephanie, I'm a dog psychologist and I trained a puppy for two hours. 
and the client got their puppy vomit later when got home from eating, what should the client do? I told the client to rest puppy for two days without eating to heal immune system back to normal. Is this right? I'm from Australia. I'm not sure what a dog psychologist is. No disrespect. Maybe they call those. You're in Australia, so maybe that's dog trainer. Because um, you know, people use different words in different countries. But that's a that's a that that could be a health issue. That could be a health issue. So the what was it? The puppy vomited. Yeah. So I mean, I that that could be a health issue. Now, dogs vomit for lots of reasons. It could be anything. The lack of, they're actually hungry. They vomit. They could be stressed. They could be anxious. They could be car sick. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different variables. So I don't, I don't know. I would need a lot more information. Next. Melissa posts the link to your Patreon channel. Oh, thank you. Patreon channel is good. Patreon channel has, has exclusive seminar clips on them. Next. Exclusive. Alexis. We are watching for loading, but he rarely shows any body signals. It just blows up. Alexis, the dog always loads. They always give a sign. Look Even at, just the initial look. Then don't look at dogs. Yep. Even the, the eyes. Pupils dilate. Mm -hmm. There's always it. You're looking at the classic ones, though. You're looking at the ones that textbooks tell you to look for. You got to look for the ones that tell the textbooks don't even know about. Truth. Nice. This chair is like wrecking my lower back. I've, right I've now. offered you this oh chair many times. Should I just switch chairs again? Christina, thank you. We'll check fit and implement the bonker. Would you like to switch chairs? I think so. I can't handle this much longer. It's killing me. I've offered you my chair many times. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, so much better. Well, then for now, when you get that chair. <sighs> okay, Mike. All kidding aside, I do enjoy watching the stream. Lots of useful information. Here. Thanks, Mike. Emma, Joelle, you look good in beanies. I look like Frank Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Frank Gallagher? Thanks, Emma. Who is that? Uh, Joelle, actually, I think there was one day in the last, I don't want to say, yeah, in the last 30 days that you've gone beanieless. Yeah. It was just one. one day. Just one. Just one day. Yeah. The winter is great. My hair gets so healthy because yep. I don't have to do anything with it. Yep. Um, Holly, my dog resource guards me. We've been working on daily out drills after watching your YouTube videos. Any tips on getting him to out and move away from me while I'm working with him by myself? Yeah, the dog should. Well, if, if you're working on it for a month, the dog should know it already, and you might have to start doing a higher stim. Might have to start doing a higher stim next. Five dollar top chat from Best Behave Pups Dog Training. Isn't this a Patreon exclusive? What would Jeff do? We stopped doing that about two months ago. We stopped doing that to about two months yeah, ago we only did like because two. you know why? Because the Patreon family didn't support it well. And we wanted to make sure that we gave out information to the largest audience possible. So, um, so, so this is not, it was an idea. It did not work. When something doesn't work, what do you do? You switch it up. Pivot. Okay. Next. Zach, I love that teaching alternate behaviors instead of addressing and stopping the bad behavior. That was so well said. People seem afraid to allow the animal to fail, to learn how to succeed. Yeah. And guess what? It's called life. And we as humans, like I do with myself, I challenge my mind daily. Truth. Daily. Next. Amy Vander, my BRT, was trained by you, oh, my God, about seven years ago. 
Jesus he has Christ. to this day has an A plus plus on walk with me. We stopped the collar a few years ago because two died. He is now barking bloke a maniac at random people while in the car. What collar do you recommend for a senior large breed? Feeling like we need a collar revisit. Yeah, I would get just just get the mini educator. Seven years ago, the mini educator, I don't even think I was running I think mini educators. I was running dog treads back then. I don't think mini educator, I don't think Greg started e-collar technology seven years ago. He might have, but get yourself a mini educator and um, large breed, small breed, older, young, boom. No, correct. Next. Jessica, how do you stop a dog from running the fence? Okay. Here's a great example. This is one of my make it suck to do it moments. So remote cholera, but there's so many moments and people love to freaking chastise me on this, but it's like everybody will have this very complicated nuance, literally. Do you realize like this whole like shebang, do you realize that you could actually be cooking a five course meal and stop your dog from racing the fence at the exact same time? That's how easy this is. You can be literally doing a reverse cowboy with your partner and stop this. Now that's skills. Cowgirl. Did I say cowboy? Mm -hmm. Cowgirl. Obviously, you're familiar with the term. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and do this. So let's just let's talk about that a little bit more. So, so what you're going to do is get yourself a remote collar, dial it all the way up, let your dog run the fence, correct for three to five seconds. Make it suck. Oh, my God, that sounds horrible. Suck. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound horrible at all. Your dog racing back and forth on the fence. Who wants a dog doing that? Next. Sarah, why is my four-year German Shepherd regressing with resource guarding, growling at family members, and just being an ass He's back on the e-collar and prong, but not sure what else I should do. Because he was probably off the e-collar prong. You might not have done enough repetitions. So, Sarah, I don't know your lifestyle. I don't know the amount of training you put in your dog. I don't know the training style that you did. I don't know anything about the dog. I don't know anything about you. But it sounds like you possibly, possibly, you didn't do enough reps. You never got to correction level. You only kept, you kept the dog in a kindergarten. You never actually solved the problem. I don't know. I don't know. All I can say is this. The resource guarding of humans make that suck as well. See, a lot of these behaviors you have to make suck. This is it. You can nag your dog or just literally go, cut the shit. Don't do it anymore. Cut the shit. And every dog trainer out there, not every dog trainer, but so many dog trainers, even people that call themselves balanced dog trainers, even dog trainers that use remote collars and prong collars and the same tools that I use, but there's different methodologies. Mm -hmm. And there's also different comfort zones. I'm not uncomfortable mm -hmm. telling an owner to freaking make counter surfing incredibly intolerable, uncomfortable. Some people are like, well, we want to use the minimum amount of stim. Why? Why don't you just like get it over with? No. Correct high. Sucks for the dog. They remember it. They don't do it anymore. What happens if they do it in a year? <laughs> what happens if your dog gets hit by a fucking 18-wheeler in six months? You got nothing to worry about. If it happens in a year, you do it again. Do it again. What's so hard? Is that so difficult? Is that so difficult? 
but that's everybody's go-to. Well, then you didn't really train the dog. Sure I did. It lasted a year. That's not bad. Like dogs are these perfect beings right. or something. Next. Michelle P. 499. I was going to say cowgirl. Pretty sure cowboy would be man on man. So Michelle P. I like how you and Joelle think alike. And thanks for the five bucks. That'll get you a reverse cowgirl or cowboy for me. Next. Oh my God. What the fuck? Actually, for five bucks, I'm just doing it straight missionary. I think I'm gonna need. 20, I think I'm gonna need twenty bucks for. I think I would have. I think if I got to get up, I'm gonna need at least twenty bucks. <laughs> I'm not gonna put any effort, you know. Missionary's a lot of effort for the man. That's true. That's true. <laughs> if anything, she's just gonna lie there. That's right. Is it over yet? <laughs> Looking at her watch. Scrolling on Instagram. We done yet, Jeff? We done yet? We done yet? Okay, Kathleen. She'll be like, oh my God. I'm like, did you just come? She's like, oh no, I just look at this post. I just saw this cool post. Next. Is it okay to use the prong collar and the e-collar and rotate between the two, or can you use them at the same time? Will it confuse the dog? No, I mean, it, it's this. It's not going to confuse the dog. Different collars, different tools have different purposes. I mean, a lot of people are like, geez, your dog's got a lot of equipment on it. I'm like, well, we're trying to solve a problem here. So let's like, I got no problem being equipment heavy as long as there's a training component behind it. So prong collar goes on top for directional control, remote collar. Ideally, you get the dog to understand the remote collar so you can have a conversation close and far, on leash and off leash. And um, But it's not going to confuse the dog. They have different purposes, though. Next. Diane, every time a dog is on TV, he reacts. I've tried high e-collar corrections. Hasn't worked. I've had small success with throwing bonker at him, but he's still reacting. So, okay, a couple of things. You probably bonked wrong. And what brand of e-collar was it? Did it fit right? And how high did you go? All I know is this. If I corrected my dog super high for barking at the TV, it probably wouldn't want to even get in front of that TV anymore. So I've got a feeling... There might have been a handler issue going on. Might have been. And I'm not playing the blame game because I don't do that. I'm trying to fix the problem. Next. Ray, great show. Jeff is on fire tonight. Nice beanie, Jay. Oh. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Candice, how do you transition a dog from being in a crate to having house access while you're away at work or out on errands? My guy is still a pup at 11 months and can get into trouble. I don't trust him outside of the crate fully yet. Is there a way to build on this? I was trying to leave him in a puppy-proof room mm -hmm. with a camera starting at an hour. Mm -hmm. I've only done this twice, and the first time I had no problems because he was tired and just right. slept. The next time I tried, he was whining and, I'm assuming, okay. getting into trouble. So let's just go back a little bit of a step. What's her name? Um, Julie? Candace. 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 I create my dogs. They're 10, 9, and 4. It's the safest place for your dog to be. My dogs have comfortable beds, but even if they didn't, they go in there, they lie down, and they fall asleep. And there happens to be a door, four walls, a ceiling, and a floor. Why? So they can't get out and get into trouble. Are you willing to risk your dog's life 
because you want to get your dog out of the crate. I am not against free roaming. I am not against dogs living out of a crate. But I would say, why not just leave your dog in the crate? Why put it in a puppy-proof room? Who wants to fucking make a puppy-proof room? How about just putting your dog in the crate? There's your puppy-proof room. Kennel up. Dog goes in. Close the door. Goodbye. I'll see you later. I don't... I do not get dogs out of crates. That's not... I don't do it with any of my clients. It's not what I train. So call me shitty. I, I want... I want as close to 100% as I can get when a dog is in a crate and they're safe and they know how to lie down in a crate and be calm, I'm going to get close to 100%. So my nine-year-old dog girl who has been crated all her life has had 100% success for nine years in the crate, meaning there's never been a problem at all. Maybe she peed once. Maybe she pooped once. Nine years. No behavioral issues. No damage to the house. No chewed up electrical cords. No chewed up furniture. No jumping at windows. No hurting herself on anything in the house. Next. $5 top chat from Jessica. Thank you for all of the solid advice. Longtime listener via podcast, but excited to jump oh, on a live. Today. Thanks. The podcast, it's funny because I just got this new car, this new SUV. Mm -hmm. What is it called? GMC Acadia. The GMC Acadia. Nice. I took it to a car wash today. Ooh. Yeah. Wash it for the first time. Fancy. Took the unlimited one. I got an unlimited car washes now. So I got the GMC Acadia and, um, it's hooked up to your phone through Apple. The car puts it called Apple Play. I'm like, my 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 car, my my truck is 20 years old. So guys, so bear with me, okay? Yeah. So it doesn't have heat, the whole shebang. Um, so anyway, I live in New England. And, uh, I get it back from the mechanics tomorrow, by the way. Um, and the staff can use it now. Um, uh, so I, I put my podcast sound. I'm like, holy shit, you can actually see the podcast thumbnail. I said, we got to redo our thumbnail. So, Joelle's. Why do you think I, when I always said, I always listen to your podcast on my way to work? Like, that's how I would listen to it. I didn't know that. I didn't know you see the thumbnail. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to be coming up with a new thumbnail. And guess who's going to be in it? Me. This lady right here. Zach, humanizing animals is a horrible idea. Yeah, it is. And, and, and dogifying humans is a bad idea. You know what I mean? It's always a bad idea. Dogifying humans? What does that Just mean? comparing the dog, like, except, like, I don't know if this was a serious question or not, but someone said on one of my YouTube videos, have you, because they didn't say it in a really mean way at all. Hey, have you ever thought about putting the remote collar up to your neck to see how it feels? Uh, I don't know if that was a bad, like, would you want to be in a crate all day? Yeah, it's like, but it's like, well, first of all, yes, I have. I actually have a video of it, me literally at blowing right through 100. It was extremely painful and uncomfortable. I said, but but I also don't run around naked outside. Well, often, depends on the time of day. You know, I do have those, you know, 2 a.m. spur of the moment ideas. And I don't eat dog food. I don't eat out of a bowl on the floor. Um, I don't shit outside. Well, when I backpack, I do. 
Um, I don't, you know, you know, I, there's a lot of dog things I don't do, but I also have not tried on a flat buckle. Well, I was in the fetish business once, so I have done the whole leash flat buckle collar thing. It was, a, it was actually a spike collar, but oh the spikes went out this way. Um, and then I had these high heel boots with fishnets. Stop. And I'm looking for that. I'm still looking for that photo. I don't want to see oh, it. Oh, you, well, you'd want to see it. It was a good looking photo. Mm -hmm. So, next. Oh, my God. It's not like, give me nightmares. Um,. Nicole, I totally agree with you that I need to correct him, but what kind of correction? If the bark collar is too aversive, what is the best way? So you can use a remote collar, use a bonker. No, and then bonk. Next. Kathy B, you wait till the poop dries on their butt and cut it off. So Kathy B, that's the last question of the night. That's a real comment of the night, statement of the night, advice of the night. That, But how long does it take for this? poop to dry and where does the dog go while it's drying yeah that's gross what's the logistics behind this that's what i'd like to know all right jeff gelman of solid canine training the lovely joelle what's today wednesday, wednesday. we'll see everybody friday love you guys bye-bye